I don't know, I guess. <laughs> Maybe wait till <laughs> Tuesday. Okay, I can do that. Um, cool. Uh, one other thing I want to mention quick. Well, also, I guess I should say thank you, Madeline, yes. yeah, for thank you. rating and reviewing. And if you didn't win this time, we'll... We'll maybe do something else yeah, later. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, every year at the at the birth month. Well, you can only rate and review once, right? No, I, yeah, but like every year we'll do another giveaway. Oh, maybe. Or every six months or something. Something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, off air so you guys don't have to listen to us. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to mention really quick is we do have, we're recording um, in a place where there are three dogs right now, so... If you hear barking or rumbling and tumbling, it's just they love to play. So one of them is like a year and a, a month old, so he's still a puppy, and he likes to. Two oh, two months. You're right. And but so he likes to. Uh, he's just yeah. They're he, just loud. He likes to play. Yeah. So, so. it's not just serious this time. No, but hopefully they don't get too loud we're locked away in a room so which serious already tried to bust his way into yeah that's true um yeah anything oh i guess i did want to mention so the last time we recorded was right before i'm not gonna get political or anything oh the russia yeah before uh, russia invaded ukraine so we didn't mention anything on our past two week podcast but we just want to say, you know, I don't know if we have any Ukrainian listeners. I know we have some international listeners, but, we, you know, we're just thinking about you guys yeah. and been in our thoughts. Yeah. And stay safe and stay strong. And if you have family there or if you have friends there, we hope that they're all okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to get like political or anything. Yeah. No, I, I got you. I think it's just a good thing to mention. This oh, absolutely. It's kind of a big thing going on in the yeah. world. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I and agree. I know, like, for me, I use my podcast to like get away from that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if that's you and you're using us to get away, we hope for the next twenty to thirty-five minutes. Because <laughs> yeah. I again, no idea how long this is going to be. That really should be on the back of the shirt. No idea how long this will be. Um. <laughs> You know, you can get a little bit of an escape. So yes, cool. it's really weird right now. So I'm wearing the headphones, and you're in my left ear, and I'm in my right ear, and it's very weird. I wonder if our like our microphones are picking up each other because we're closer than we normally sit. No, I think it's the I think my cord is kind of funky. Oh, your like my headphones headphone cord. cord, yeah, because it's busted. But okay, I, it was just really trippy. <laughs> um, cool. All right, so my turn. To yes. Tell the story. Yes. Um, this week's episode is a little bit close to home. I know. What I'm are you doing? Weird. A little <laughs> close, close to home to me. Um, in a little bit of a way. Um, because we Can are. I guess? Yes. Nebraska. Yep. Yeah. It was we either are, that or Ohio. I wasn't sure. We are going to visit Nebraska, a state, again, that I feel like we haven't really been to too often. No. A couple times, maybe. <coughs> Excuse she me. She still has the cough. It's just it's not, not as bad. It's not as bad. It's, it's just, n- like, very random. So, yeah. I don't know what's going on, you guys. Maybe I should go to the doctor. But <laughs> <laughs> If you guys have any, like, <laughs> cough remedies, like, send them my way. Yes, please. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be uh, headed to Lincoln. Nebraska. Okay. One of my favorite places to be on a Saturday in the fall. And if you know, you know. Is it is this a Saturday in the fall? 
It is not. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be talking about the story of Martina McManaman. Menamin? It does not sound familiar. Doesn't. But the name Martina makes me think of that the singer Martina McBride or whatever. Mm, that's true. Um, her friends, everyone calls her Tina. Okay. I only saw her name Martina in one source, so okay, I'm gonna call her Tina from now on. Sounds good. But, um, yeah, interesting case, especially since I'd never heard of it. You've never heard of it, as far as I'm aware. As far we'll, as you're aware, we'll find out. I had definitely never heard of it. So. Okay. Okay, let's get into it. Um, Tina's story. Sorry, <laughs> distracted for a second. Good God! After a year, you'd think we'd have this. We are rushing it today. <laughs> okay, Martina's story starts on July twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five, in Lincoln, Nebraska, where she was a freshman at the University of Nebraska Lincoln, which is where I went to college. For some of it. Yep. Uh, pretty much everyone, like I said, called Martina Tina, so that's what I'm going to call her. Um, Tina was just 18 years old and was living in an apartment with her roommate, Sarah Bognich. So, at this point, did they not make you live on campus? I'm assuming not. Okay. But also, I want to say she was 18 and a freshman, and it was in July, so I don't know if she was, like, going into her freshman year. Well, or if it was right after her freshman year and it was in the summer. I would assume the second one. Like she just had a late birthday or something? Yeah, because like a good chunk of my friends from high school um, were all like spring birthdays. So they just Well, she turned... would have been like an August birthday because this was July 25th. Oh. Well, so. Hmm. Either yeah. way, I don't know. I don't know. But um, I'm assuming in the summer she was just like didn't want to live at home so she was living with a friend yeah maybe she had like a job or something she did um the her roommate's name is sarah bognich and they lived at the amberwood apartment complex at 4600 briar park drive now i did do a quick little google search on the apartment complex to see like a if it was still there Mm -hmm. b if it if it was still there like what it was and see to see how far it was from campus okay um and it was southeast of downtown lincoln it looked to be a little bit of a drive but lincoln's not very big so it probably was maybe 10 15 minutes outside of downtown lincoln okay (coughs) and it is because that's like lincoln is like your typical college town where like everything's just kind of like close right Mm. it's not like a it's not like the metro where it's like all everything is all spread out no, I wouldn't really. It's very, like, you've never been to Madison, Wisconsin, have mm, you? No. Not that it's very, if very comparable to Madison, Wisconsin. So the town, Lincoln is, the campus of Lincoln is in downtown Lincoln. Okay. Oops. So you literally, like, walk across the street and you're in the city. Okay. But. Also, I just want to let everybody know I just punched my microphone, so. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not, it would be, like maybe 20 25 minutes to get to the farthest from like point the, from the okay. middle to the farthest point no matter what direction you go i would say okay. um the building is still an apartment complex it's called the lodge apartments um looks like a pretty nice place to live it looks like they updated them and there's a pool so oh nice um yeah looks like they've been updated since this 1995 but okay just wanted to see if what it was and where it was in comparison to the campus but yeah always a good idea tina was headed 
Uh, supposed to be headed to her 5.30 p.m. shift at Godfather Pizza. Um, now, for those of you who live in Lincoln or have been to Lincoln, you know Godfather Pizza is, like, a pretty popular pizza chain. In Minnesota, I would compare it to, like, a Red Savoy. Okay. Like, it's low, like it's a um, Link- Nebraska kind of thing. Okay. Um, so, it's, it's like, a regional thing. It's not... Right. Okay. It's not, like, a Domino's or Pizza Okay. okay. Um, like a But there's a lot of them. Like a Sammy. No, there's not that many Sammies. But, like, that's the general idea. Like there's a just Red Savoy's. <laughs> I've never been to Red Savoy's. Yes, you have. I bought it for everybody when we moved into my house. Huh. <laughs> um, Tina never arrived to her shift that day, though. Um, her roommate, Sarah, came home that night and found the apartment ransacked. She oh, is no. quoted saying... Um, quote the apartment was ransacked i walked past the bedroom a couple of times before noticing her on the floor my life changed after that i tried to go back to college and couldn't ever finish end quote oh my god that's really sad tina was found in a pool of her own blood she had been stabbed and sexually assaulted tina had a single hair clutched in her hand which police used to help lead them to a suspect it took investigators a year, but the DNA on the strand was a 1 and 1,409 chance match to a man named Gregory Gable. Yikes, bro. Very sad. That, I Okay, there's definitely more to this story. And traumatizing. Well, yeah. That's the Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is really bad. <laughs> really short. That's it. All right, guys. Okay, have bye. a great week. <laughs> um, no. Okay, let's talk about Gregory Gable. Um, Gregory, Gregory was, okay, I actually don't know how old he was. I'm scratching the sentence. Okay. I don't know. I couldn't tell how old he was and I'll tell you. Do you have like a rough, I'll get into it. Do you have like a rough guesstimate? No, I'll get into it in a second, but he was known to have some, um, mental illness that kind of made him a little bit different, I guess you could say. Um, Gable was known to have a computer-like memory for numbers and facts he hmm. also had a history of following women at businesses and public events. Great. Right. Yeah. Not great. Um, Gregory. Interesting guy. On the night of the murder, Gable was not too far from Tina's apartment. In fact, he was only about a block from Tina's apartment at the Sonic drive through where low-key Sonic is underrated. So freaking good. We don't have any really near no, us. No, we don't. Which is, like, really sad because they always show the commercials. And I know. Like, God, so that looks so good. Like, I really want slushy. Yeah, right? Um, He worked, or every Tuesday, he would clean the restaurant in exchange for food. Okay. So, he would help them clean and he would, they would give him food. Okay. So, he didn't technically work there. So, it was like a bartering system. Kind of. Um, Gregory Gable had been convicted before this crime for third-degree sexual assault and public indecency. Third-degree sexual assault in the state of Nebraska is a misdemeanor and typically carries a one-year jail sentence and a fine of $1,000. According to their website, Barry Law, third-degree sexual assault cases in Nebraska involve sexual contact between two adults 19 years or older, no serious personal injury to the victim is necessary, and these cases often turn on the issue of consent. Okay. Yes. Police did end up arresting hello, arresting Gregory <laughs> Gable one year after the crime, once the DNA results from the hair found in Tina's hand came back. 
But two years later, a different DNA test was done, and this proved that the hair, in fact, was not Gregory Gable, and he was released. Wait, what? Yeah. How could they have that much of a, like, one in a bunch of other numbers that you I know, said before? Chance. That it was him, and then all of a sudden it's like, LOL, JK, wrong person, sorry, And I bad. don't know who ordered the second DNA test. Can I don't know if it was defense, the defense. Can I don't they know. do that? Can I would assume. I don't know. They would have to get the strand of hair. Yeah. I don't know. It never said. Um, but the investigator on the case, Rich Doctor, do doc, yeah, did state that he had suspicions about the validity of the second DNA test that was conducted at Pennsylvania Lab. Um, investigator Rich was quoted saying, um, there were questions that came up. Was it the right hair? The same hair? Because the DNA came back not matching Gable, the murder charges were dropped. But police hoped that they would find additional evidence so they could rearrest him. Yeah, that seems really shady. Because they were so certain before. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know mistakes happen because we're only human on both sides. Like, before, like, people are convicted falsely because of a mess up at the lab or whatever. But... I don't know. That just... Something isn't right. I yeah. agree. Something is not right. And that's why I would love to know who decided to get the second DNA test. Yeah. But unfortunately... Like, I found a decent amount of information on this one, but not a whole lot. Okay. Like, I, couldn't, I was trying to find more, like, information about Tina herself and, like, you know... Yeah, kind of, more about the like, victim. Like, the victim, mm-hmm. but I couldn't really find much on her. Mine is kind of like that, too. So... It's not for lack of trying, people. <laughs> it, Sometimes like, it like just we've said, it's, it's really hard because we, we definitely try. I know, like, I personally try to tell more of the victim's story because it's their story. It's right. not about the killer. Right. And that's why we're very intentional about how we even, like, label our stories, like, title our stories. Very, very rarely. I think we have only one where it's the killer. Like, um, Russell Royal Long, I mm. think, is the only one because otherwise it would have been... Oh, a bunch of... A bunch of names. And, I mean, and, I think there's Dahmer a couple maybe. more, yeah, too, like the serial killer ones, but... Yeah, but we're, we're very intentional about trying to make sure that we are respectful to the victims because they're it's their story. Yeah, um, but... Again, so, couldn't really... Yeah, sometimes that just doesn't... Just doesn't work happen. out that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Not to, like, get on my soapbox and no, scream yeah. or anything. Um, so they didn't want to risk bringing him to trial and having him found be found innocent, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's where I kind of got confused on age. Okay. So there it were two articles that I read. They were both from 2006. Um, in one of the articles, it stated that Gregory Gable... Sorry. Um, okay. I'm backtracking really yeah. quick. Two articles, um, both 2006. I got confused because it stated Gregory Gable was released two years after he was arrested, which was one year after Tina was murdered. So, by I'm no math whiz here, but that would put that around, what, 1998? E- Three years after 1995? 1998, yeah. 1999-ish? Yeah. So, these 2006... Wait, wait, wait. So, hold on. You said one year after he was arrested. And two years after and that, two, he was released. Okay. 
so he it took a year for him to get arrested after tina's murder yes correct okay i just because then you said two years after tina was murdered and for some reason in my head the math didn't work I didn't. and I, yeah. I was confused so i just wanted to clarify for myself sorry um, me and numbers you know so in the article from 2006 again there was two of them and they were a couple weeks apart they talked about pre- a pre-trial hearing for gregory gable where he was charged with first degree murder and use several weapon to commit a felony um in the article it also talks about gable's extreme interest in bleach and how tina's killer was thought to use bleach to try to clean up some of the crime scene to hide evidence what the hell does extreme interest in bleach mean oh well, let me finish oh, in the sorry. article it states <laughs> that former co-workers mentioned gable had told them that he used bleach to clean up blood that resulted from a fight outside of kaboom's nightclub about a month before tina was murdered the co-workers Cokers, what? <laughs> the co-workers stated that Gable thought that bleach was important in cleaning up bodily fluids. So he must have just like talked to them about bleach and cleaning up bodily fluids. Huh. The article also talks about how a former friend of Gable's uh, mentioned that he had talked to him about Tina in a Lincoln library after the murder as well. So like Gregory brought it up to Tina brought... <laughs> Gregory brought Tina up to him yeah. after the murder. So he was kind of like sketch the weird. So I, I don't mean, know. Depending on how he brought it up, I suppose. If it, okay, get past sorry, that. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if this, these 2006 articles were like republished from. Oh, okay. But it didn't say that anywhere. And usually they will. Yeah. But there's no way it, in 2006 he was being like tried because he was released over 10 years later yeah that doesn't make any sense no so and in in those articles they said he was 33 so then i was like okay so if he was 33 then backtrack he would have been 20 he would have been about 23 24 yeah so but i don't know if he was 33 weird so i was just like very confused about these two articles and they were like not they're like the daily nebraskan so it's not like a not not a it's a reputable it's a, source it's a seemingly rep, reputable source yeah. so i don't know that is really weird i it was confusing so yeah that's really weird <laughs> just i don't even know if i should have put that in there but i was like i need to talk it out with someone <laughs> yeah but which makes sense though because like normally if it's a repost it'll say like Save, reposted like, yes. from whatever whatever or whatever. like this was updated on this day and it like has like a reason they're updating the yeah article but or like correction was made yeah. on this date mm-hmm. or whatever yeah that's really weird yeah very weird and f- especially for two articles two of them. and they're like and the other the sorry source. the second one talked about him being released with the hair from the hair god i wish people could see my face <laughs> i'm so i'm just baffled i'm baffled with you so i don't i don't know that's that's really weird if anyone has a thought on that let me know but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got I got nothing. So let's just like try to put that out of our minds. Okay. Um, I do want to mention a couple other things here about Gregory Gable really quick. Okay. Um, first in 2005, a woman by the name of Mary Hepburn O'Shea, um, who had worked in the mental health industry in Lincoln for many many years, um, she had said she was familiar with Gregory Gable. Mary ran a place in downtown Lincoln called. Um, O U R Homes, R Homes, um, but it's O dot U dot R Homes. Oh, okay. Which is in the city, which is the city's largest provider for developmentally disabled people that also 
also houses people with mental illness. According to Mary, uh, Gregory Gable lived and worked there. She is quoted saying, he's a weird kid. He's not ever a violent kid. Okay, so by saying kid, that makes me think that he was 23. That he was young. Yeah, because I would not call a 33-year-old man a kid. Yeah. Um, She also says that she thinks it's a shame that Gable lost two years of his life in jail for something he didn't know. So, do. Allegedly. Yeah, I thought this was important to mention because she kind of seems like the only one who actually kind of knew him. Okay. And the one person who actually kind of knew him didn't think he was capable of doing this. Okay. So, just wanted to throw that in there. Next thing I want to mention about Gregory Gable is that in 2009, Gregory, who was 46 at the time, according what to this article. the hell, Emily? <laughs> was arrested. But, okay, so what's 46 in 2009? Would that make him 33 in 1995? Yeah. Pretty close. No? Wait, okay, 46? No, 46. God, math is hard. 46. So then, yeah, he would have been 33. Pretty close he to 33. Because the other one was in 06. So 9 minus 3 is would be oh, you're right. 43. And then minus 10 would be 33. Ha! Huh. That's how my brain has to work. Look I at that. Make, I have to make tens. Okay, so I'm going to go with he was 33. But that's weird to call him a kid at 33. Yeah, Whatever. That may, I don't know. Maybe she's like 95, so everyone to her is a kid. <laughs> Woohoo, look at this go. Okay, we're figuring things out. Math, okay. Math, math. So... <laughs> 2009 he was 46 he was arrested for threatening to stalk a woman so according to fox 42 article i didn't know that that was something you would be arrested for let me it was he is not technically arrested for that but that's what this article said okay um according to the fox 42 article gable had harassed a clerk at ashley lynn's tanning salon please say said gable made several alarming statements to the 21 year old female clerk um, and was also gazing at the woman's chest while doing so. Here's some of the things Ugh. he said. Quote, it should be okay for girls to walk around with their shirts off because it's okay for men to. End quote. I mean, he's not wrong. Some people would agree with that. Some women would agree with that. <laughs> when he saw her name tag, he said, quote, I'll never forget that. End quote. And, when he, and then he went on to tell her that he liked the movie death proof which is apparently about a murderer who would stalk and kill college girls and one of the victims in the movies shares a name with the tanning salon clerk gable was also told her he'd be coming back to the tanning salon every day at the same time because he knew she worked there at that time um gable was charged and arrested then released for disturbing the peace so that's what he was charged with that seems like, well, I mean, I'm glad it happened because, like, clearly he's being a super creep. Mm-hmm. But, like, it seems weird that they would do that. Because a lot of times, Emily's looking at me like I'm crazy. But a lot of times when people are stalked, it's really hard to get any sort of protection because there are no real I think you're really made. thinking too hard into this. I'm just it's saying. It's just very creepy. And he it, was arrested Oh, absolutely. For it, so. and he sh- as he should have been. I don't know what your point is. I'm just saying, I'm surprised, is all. But he was, but it's the, disturbing the piece. It's not like that's not that hard of a charge to that's, say. I suppose that's true. That's probably why they picked that one. That's true. Um, He was also banned from the tanning salon. Which makes sense. Yeah, and he was told if he ever went back there, he'd be arrested for trespassing. Good. Um, so I think that was important to talk about. Yeah, because it shows... Shows his character a little bit. And matches previous behavior. Yeah. 
um which is creepy so you put that with the sexual third degree sexual assault charge and then the stalking charge and talking about how he likes to the movie about murdering stalking and murdering college girls it's just a little weird it's all very i mean honestly very circumstantial but yeah it is super suspicious yeah um now next interestingly enough oh boy i googled his name and i found a reddit thread about him what yes you know you're shady as fuck when you have a reddit thread about you (laughs) the thread is titled um the night rider (laughs) and apparently gable was known for riding his bike all over lincoln in the middle of the night and just being like super creepy towards like a bunch of people and like was he to the fact that like was he still doing this shit when you were living the there? The Reddit thread was in 2013. <gasps> so. That's when you were there. But the first, like, post on it was, like, has anyone seen him around? Like, we haven't seen him for, like, six months. Like, does anyone know what happened to him? So I don't know if... He, I feel like maybe, but I don't know for sure. I feel like that would be something your res life would warn you about. No, I don't think so. Oh, we were warned about things at PSU. Oh, no. There's... It's a city. There's... There would be warning about stuff all the time. But... Yeah, so he would be, like, super creepy towards mainly women, some men. But it was more like men would be on there and be like, I worked at a restaurant that he would frequent, and we wouldn't allow f- our female servers to wait on him. Like, okay. things like that. Okay. Um, There was a story of a girl who was walking her dog on a desolate bike path when Gable all of a sudden came up on her from behind. The dog, like, f- freaked out. Good dog. Badly. Good dog. Like, was very scared of him. And so she, like, got him away as quickly as she could. Apparently, the dog was terrified for, like, hours after the interaction. What the hell? Yeah. That's really creepy. And, you know, dogs have intuition better than pe- uh, people. So, yeah. It was just seemed interesting that he was pretty known around lincoln and of course in the reddit thread someone did mention that he was arrested for this murder mm-hmm. um that person said he got off on a technicality which i mean seems like most people think he's guilty so i don't know yikes are they still looking into her case at all could you do you know um it's unsolved still. Okay. I will say that. So, but they haven't, like, closed but it, they though, as far as you're As aware. far as I'm aware, it's still just a cold case. Okay. But I could be wrong on that, so. Okay. Um, a article from ABC 8 in 2005 stated that police had a new lead in the Tina McManaman case. <laughs> Lincoln police said they received information from a man that says he knew Tina's killer. They also told police that the killer may have been have taken personal items from her apartment and hidden them along a bike path near 48th Street and Normal Boulevard. Creepy. The informant was a former inmate who had supposedly met Tina's killer in jail. He stated that the man took the items to the bike path so he could go back and fantasize about the murder. Um, I feel like this is a really dumb place to hide shit because A... Not only could people find it, but B, it would get ruined in the winter and the weather. Yeah. Um, The man also said that he was going to commit similar crimes and asked the informant if he wanted to help. 
Police stated at the time that they would not be releasing a name, but they had talked to this person and they don't have enough concrete evidence to arrest him. Hmm. What I did find interesting, so when I first read this, I was like, oh my God, a bike path? And he rides and his he bike. And he rides his bike? Yeah, that's what I thought too. But and then I was like, I feel like if it was Gregory Gable, they probably would have like, they wouldn't be like, and he was never in jail as far as I know. So, like, when yeah. would have this jail person in jail, like, well, did to him? So, when when they arrested him right in the 90s, they, did he not go to jail Oh, I guess he then? did. Yeah, I guess for two years. But, I don't know. Still, I feel like if this was, like, about Gregory, like, that we wouldn't, we would know by about that. Yeah, I think you're I right. just thought it was a weird coincidence. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. Um, Yeah, now, unfortunately, that is... All the information we have on Tina's murder at this time. The case still remains unsolved to this day. As for the night Rider, Gregory Gable, people haven't seen him around town in a while. Interesting. Yeah, so... Just rode his bike right on out of there. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, I don't want to really speculate too much on this one. Yeah. I think Gregory Gable's a good suspect. I would agree. Especially if that hair is actually his. Yeah. The, the hair thing is really suspicious to me. Like, how could you be so certain? Like, one in a thousand and four hundred and nine. That's a lot. That's really certain. Yeah. Especially for a city the size of Lincoln. You know, like, it's not like it's, I don't know, L.A. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, I want to see this one solve. I want to see every cold case solved. <laughs> Truly. So. Honestly. Um, yeah. That's all I got. All right. Um, sources. Yes. Fox 42 News. Um, JSBarryLaw.com. Reddit.com. Mm-hmm. The DailyNebraska.com twice. That was those 2006 articles. I still put them in here. So, I don't know. KLKNTV.com and JournalStar.com. Huh. And, yeah, that's Tina's story. Interesting. Yeah, I wish we knew more about Tina. Tina herself, yeah. Yeah. She's pretty. That's so sad. And it's so sad that her roommate's the one that found her. Oh, God. Like, oh, my God, you'd be scarred forever. Well, yeah, a nightmare. So. Um... Our socials are mwmadnesspodcast um, at gmail.com, uh, Midwest Madness Podcast on Facebook, uh, Podcast on Instagram, and I just heard a dog whine, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all of them. Okay. Oh, no, and the Twitter, oh, but I don't know what that is, so okay, great. have fun finding Perfect. that. <laughs> um, Look right. for it if you want. <laughs> that is that. All right. We will talk to you next Tuesday, and we hope you have a great week. Bye.